guys. Well, we're going to kick off the stories. Kick we off the stories. Kick off the... Kick off I the... I guess, uh, got down. Are we not done talking about this fucking thing? Nope. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode. Is it going to be fun-filled? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find Depen- out. Depends how nice you are to me. <laughs> <gasps> what sort of depressing news we got today? <laughs> oh, we got all sorts coming at you guys. But before we get to the depressing news, hi, guys. How yes. are we? I feel like it's been a while. I feel like it has. It's because we recorded before mm. we went to Vancouver. Mm-mm-mm. And then we haven't recorded since. So it's yeah. been a while. We are back. And also, we usually record on Mondays. And we pushed it back. Right. So Because yesterday was my father's birthday. Lots yeah. of April birthdays. Really? Yeah, so like I have, yeah, two of my friends, their birthdays. Mm. Is it two of my friends? Yeah, two of my friends. And then um, Nari's birthday, <laughs> which was April 10th. What is today? The 12th? Mm-hmm. Dad's birthday, April 11th. Yep. Um, that's already four. My dad's birthday is April as well. There you go. God so, damn, what'd it be like? April. It's crazy. I like, <laughs> to be honest, guys, like just to humble brag about my birthday i oh. love i love that my birthday's in june oh that's a nice birthday time because it's like perfect because you know all like i all of my friends that have birthdays like kind of close to christmas or around christmas time it's like it all gets kind of packaged into christmas sort of oh that would suck honestly yeah like especially when it's super close but mine is like perfect it's like w- growing up at least i had like christmas time and then i had like a full six months like half the year then it was my birthday so i got super excited for that and then i had a full six it was like perfectly <laughs> perfect <laughs> you okay there Oh gosh. It was perfectly in the middle. Yeah. So you, it, it's a perfect balance. Yeah. I see. Very, very nice. So when I give birth, I'm hoping it's in June. <laughs> we just got to time it properly, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure we're having mm-hmm. that sex just <laughs> nine months before. <laughs> got to get that. Exactly. God damn. <laughs> you know in Korea, it's 10 months. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Oh my God. <gasps> no. Well, we'll just keep it. Yeah. All right, you guys. So that initial part. You missed our facial expressions, which, of course, is very sad. That is sad. I know. So we, we forgot to uh, turn on the camera. The thing is... But n- hi! Yeah, we're back. We are we're back. back on the camera for the- those of you that are watching on YouTube. Exactly. Well, <laughs> we actually forgot to turn on the camera for the mm-hmm. last, like, you know... What was it? Five minutes? Not even. It was like two minutes. Okay, Not fine. Even. We were having so. a very good discussion about Daniel's birthday. Yep. <laughs> and why I, why I like that my birthday's in June. Which is coming up. Oh, my God, it is. Isn't that crazy? I honestly cannot understand time right now. I know. Like someone is scamming us all and the t- the clocks are going faster. I, I feel like, <laughs> and I also feel, I think it's because like, honestly, like my own personal belief about time mm. and like up until about 18, because like when you're a child and stuff, and this might just be my experience, guys, I don't know if you have the same one, but like up until 18, it's like your responsibilities and everything was like limited. You yes. know what I mean? Like, and then as you get older, depending on you as like your own situation, but as you get older, your responsibilities start to ramp up. And I feel like as that happens and, and I feel like once you get to midlife, it's like, that's like part of the busiest time of your life, right? Like you have right. like house obligations, family obligations, you know, maybe your parents need help, you know, all this kind of stuff, all in this like period of time. And the more busy you are, yes, you're generally more productive, but also the 
time f- goes faster. Right. Because your time is like jam packed. Exactly. You're always full of doing stuff. And the next right. thing you know, you're like, holy shit, this year's done. God, it's so depressing. I know. Like, I feel like since I've gotten into my 30s, the last four, like almost four years mm-hmm. has just flown by. God, it's so sad. It's, it's true. And it's I remember crazy. even because like when I, I mean, I've been saying like time is flying by since, mm. you know, I was like, yeah, in my 20s, basically. Yeah. And you're right. I think when you're like a child or a teenager, you're also kind of like looking forward to maybe like graduating mm. university or maybe like, I don't know, you're kind of like wrapped up in your own little world. Yeah. So I feel like time doesn't go by as fast or something. I don't know. There's some kind of reasoning. But yeah. yeah, when you're like an adult, you're probably right. It's probably all the, you know, obligations and things that we have to do. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, when I was like in my 20s, when we were living in London, my boss at the time, I was like chatting with her and I was like, she's probably like in her 40s, 50s or something. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe like, you know, time goes by so fast. She's like, <laughs> what did she say? She's like, as you get older, it just goes by faster and faster. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that's so depressing. And it's so true. Yeah. I think it will accelerate naturally. Like, I mean, as you have more things that you've taken on. And I think but when, maybe once we, reti- we retire. I think that's it when it will slow, slow down. Yeah. Because if you think about it, when you retire, you don't. I mean, depending on the person, you're going to have less going on in your life, mm-hmm. right? You're, a lot of your obligations are done at that point, you know? Right. So maybe you have family things going on or things <coughs> like that. But I think, again, I don't know. If, you know, if you're retired, let us know what it's like. But like, I would feel like maybe time goes a little bit slower at that, that Do you time. think 2020 went by slower though? Like in your mind? I do. Because remember, yeah. I felt like... Well, I, you didn't do anything. No, I know. <laughs> I was like, I, I literally... So maybe that is true. That year... For I worked it out three months of that year when the pandemic happened. Three months of it I spent in like basically some form of quarantine. So like mm. like that's insane. Like it's actually insane. And those three months went by slowly. Yeah. And oh, I think and, and I remember talking to a lot of people during the pandemic and mm. being like, you know, like how are like you know, everyone felt like, oh my God, this feels like it's been going on for years. Right. But even though it, cause it, no one was like, oh wow, 2020 is over. They were more like, oh my God, I feel like this has been dragged on right. for much longer. So I but, mean, partially it's because also a pandemic. Yeah, that's true. But I do think compared to 2021, mm. like I, 2020 was slow compared to 2021. 2021 was like, like, did it even happen? Yeah. Like, I felt like, it, yeah, it was like, I blinked and then it was 2022. So it's like, it's crazy. Like, I don't even understand how we're in 2022. I know. Anyways, Almost it's crazy. Through 2022. Oh, God damn. Guys, what the fuck? What is happening? This world we're is... We're too busy. I know. We are too busy. Anyway, like, we're going to do uh, Patreon shout outs. Right, 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 right. If you guys don't know, we have a Patreon. Of course, you know, do because we? we mention it every yeah. week. <laughs> um, but if you join us, then you get every episode ad free and a week earlier than everybody else. So mm-hmm. in a much more timely fashion. And you get a little shout out. You sure do. In the beginning of each episode. Yeah. So we're going to shout out. Do you remember where we left off, Daniel? Um. Yeah, I do. We left off at... Bella? Yeah. So I think we're at... <laughs> Hi, Bella. <laughs> Hi, Bella. We're at... <clears throat> Vera. My mama's name. Yeah. Malika? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Malika? Malika. <laughs> Malika. Yeah. And Charlie... And also, um, one of our patrons, I think we forgot to shout you out. So I'm sorry, Emily. We're doing a shout out now. Sorry, Emily. Yeah. We are a mess. No. <laughs> I, I don't know how we missed you, but I do apologize. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, if we miss you guys, just let us know. We will mm-hmm. give you a shout out next time. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a mess. Yeah. <laughs> we're disorganized chaos. Um, as, <laughs> yes. You know, it's so funny, actually. Speaking of disorganized chaos, like I laughed so hard. So you know how you just Disorganized post- chaos? Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be organized chaos. 
I didn't know that. Well, like, because chaos, but the whole point of chaos is that it's already disorganized. True, but it's even whereas, worse if it's disorganized chaos. <laughs> but that's the whole point of chaos. Yeah. So there's no point of saying disorder. The reason why people say it's like organized chaos mm. is if, like, let's say you have like a p- tons of stuff. Yeah. But then it's like in you, its you own know, place. You know exactly. where everything is. That's like organized chaos. No, I get that. I get that. But I like I like the idea of disorganized chaos just because you know. Okay. Let me have it, Rose. <laughs> um, <laughs> So um, stop trying to make it happen, Daniel. I'm going to make it happen, guys. <laughs> um, disorganized chaos. Um, but <clears throat> Rose just recently posted a video on her um, personal um, YouTube channel. Uh, and it was, um, oh my God, I get, I'm like stumbling <laughs> on my words right you now. You mean my Van- the Vancouver yes. one? And honestly, did you watch it? I did watch it. And did you love every minute? Oh my God. It cracked <laughs> me up because I went to the comment section, right? And there was like, somebody that commented and they were like, what did they say? They were like, I, Daniel, Rose, I think you guys are just about as mad as each other, <laughs> but it works or something or like enjoy your crazy <laughs> madness. And then uh, keeping that in mind, I like watched the whole video with that, like thinking like have like, you know, how we come across in this video. Sure. And we're crazy. Yeah, like literally we're just like all over the place. So much shit. All of a sudden you're screaming about a sock <laughs> on the floor. Like there's just, I was like, I how did so much happen in that hotel room when we <laughs> just arrived? <laughs> I was like, what? I know. We were like, as I was editing this, because yeah. I think, well, I made it into two videos because mm. like I wanted to put everything in one video, but I was like, okay, this is too crazy. Like <laughs> yeah. I want the main, at least on my main channel, I wanted to be like more food focused. Of course. Yeah, but yeah. then it was just so funny to me, like yeah. all the shit that we like talked about. And it was like just entering the room. It was just like <laughs> yeah. crazy. We're just crazy. Okay? Yeah. So yes, we're like, as I was editing, I'm like, God, we're like actually fucking insane. I was laughing so hard because the whole time I was keeping that in mind about how people are like, oh, you guys are just as mad as each other and like that's why it works i know i was like oh my god it was it was a lot but i enjoyed every moment of it like it was oh it was so good but then you know it's weird because i feel like it works in friendships when you're like the same Mm. but then they say that in relationships it's better if like you kind of have like different personalities and you're opposite but like why i don't know like why does it work for friendships I think, it, I mean, I think this is very... Is it just subjective? It's subjective. Okay. And it's what people say, right? Like, because I'm sure there's great relationships out there where people are the same, similar. Right. And there's great relationships where people are... I think a lot of it depends on the individuals and how they handle themselves in a relationship, right? right? Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. if they're, like, the same or not. You know what right. I mean? So... Interesting. Yeah. So they, they always say, oh, opposites attract. <clears throat> but I do find that, like, when I see, like, long-term relationships, mm-hmm. most of the time, what I see is, like, maybe not most, not most. I think it's most. They are like not necessarily complete opposites, but they definitely are different in that like personality wise. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. But like with friendships, I kind of look for similar, you know, personalities. Yeah. You know, like us fucking chaos. Oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, guys, check out the video. Honestly, you disorganized want Disorganized chaos. Disorganized. You want to see As some, opposed to organized. Yeah. You want to see some disorganized <laughs> chaos? Because I think it's even more chaotic than organized chaos because we don't even know where anything is and it is chaos. Um, check no, out. We're just like so insane. I was like, like I literally was like, I just can't believe that this happened. Yeah. And, and it, the weird thing is, it's like it wasn't even our whole Vancouver trip. It was just like the thirty minutes of when we entered the hotel room. You know, like literally and just being crazy. And I'm like, I remember like blaming that sock on you. Yeah, you're I, being sexist. And I was like, oh, it was your sock. Maybe so it was there stuck was to a your na- bag. Basically, long story short, there was a sock on the floor of the hotel room mm-hmm. when we walked in, and it was like a like a like not a sock it was like a stocking it like, was like a, yeah it was like, like a, a sock panty hat or whatever hose, okay? yeah and it was like in the corner and i saw it and i was like ew that's gross and then daniel was like it's yours i was like mm. daniel it's not mine <laughs> and anyway, you have to watch it oh god dang 
Anyway, back to the stories. Guys, well, we're going to kick off the stories. Kick we off the stories. Kick off the... Kick off the... I guess, uh, got down. Are we not done talking about this fucking thing? No. You know what? It is great <laughs> press for the Oscars. They're, okay, wait. They're milking it for all it's worth. <laughs> okay, we're, ta- we're talking again about the fucking slap. Anyone else sick of talking about this? It's been like a month now. I want to just slap this slap away. God damn. I'll be tired of it. Well, okay. So it says... Yeah, I heard this. Academy bans Will Smith from Oscars for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, so initial thoughts, Rose, what do you think about this? Well, are we... So <laughs> you guys know my theory, which was very unpopular. Yeah. Very, uh, there's a <laughs> like, lot of people that were like, Yeah, no Rose. one no one agreed. Yeah. But you know what? I'm still sticking by it. Okay. Mm, you know why? Mm. Because I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I can see that. Well, especially because I know it doesn't really fucking matter. I know. So I feel like it's fun to conspire. You yeah. know, what? this is what it feels like to be like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. When everyone's against you and you're like. <laughs> yeah. But it, like, I know the truth, mm. you know, but at least I'm doing it about something that literally there's no consequences and for me. It doesn't really this. matter. So yeah. I'm going to keep believing it. Yeah. I mean, and when I first saw this, I was like, oh, maybe this proves that like it did happen. But then I'm like. It doesn't necessarily prove that it didn't, ha- that it wasn't yeah. intentional. Well, and this is the thing too. So in this article, it's saying like the, I guess there's a board of governor, governors for the yeah. Academy of Motion, uh, Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. That's they a had, long ass title. It is. The, they met. So a group of, you know, who, who knows who's in this <laughs> sure. group. They met and they were like, you know what? The consequences that was unacceptable. He has to get banned from the Academy Awards, Academy events, including the Oscars um, for the, for 10 years. The interesting thing is, and I don't know like fully, but I see my understanding is like they're banning him from like attending. Yeah. They say that he can still win. But he can still get nominated and win. And I thought he, I thought Will Smith resigned. Yeah. Like already just, beforehand. Like a couple of years ago, I swear to God, him and Jada. <clears throat> oh, but that both, was a different case. Yeah. But they were both like, we're not going to come to the, you know, we're banning the, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I'm just and like. And then this year, mm-hmm. well, basically, be- I, well, I thought that before the this whole discussion of him being banned for 10 years. Yeah. I thought he had already resigned, whatever that means from like attending or whatever. So Mm. I'm just like, okay, what like, again, it just feels again, like a PR move. Yeah. Just kind of like, because what are the real consequences? Because you can't, sure. He can't attend the events, but Mm. really I feel like, you know what? That might be, for us no normal people, mm. we might think that that's like a big deal. But this dude has been in Hollywood for like, what, 30 years? Yeah. I don't think it's like a big deal for him, you know? Yeah, I think it would be different if he was like starting his career and exactly. stuff. But like, again, he's been, he has been in this. And he can still win. Yeah. That's the whole point. And and also, I watched, I was telling Rose earlier, I was watching um, Saturday Night Live this weekend. Um, and they did a really funny, they were like talking about this. I'm sure it was Saturday Night Live. And they were mentioning, um, it was like, they're talking about this and they're like, okay, like the reality of the like Oscars is like it is a very long event to be like we see some of it on televised and stuff, but actually going and stuff. Yeah. It's like a four hour seated event. No, it sounds like exhausting. Yeah. So you're like sat there. It's like not great. They're like, you know what? Actually banning him <laughs> from that is not a punishment. If you want to punish him, make him host it for the four hours, you know, <laughs> make him stuck there so that he has to like, you know, stay there for the whole time. Not just be like, oh, you don't have to come anymore. You know, you can <laughs> yeah. still win the award, but just from the comfort of your home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Slap my wrist. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. What a horrible punishment. I know. So like yeah. some people might disagree, but again, I think if I was like starting out in my career as an actor, I would be like devastated. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to go to these events and stuff. Cause initially it's like probably so exciting. Right. Of course. But I mean, how many of these has he been to? He's like, again, yeah, he's yeah. been to so many. He's a seasoned actor. Yeah. Actor being the keyword. 
Mm-hmm. Did you see the thing I posted on our Instagram page? I did see that, yeah. What was it again? I forgot. I, oh, was, his book sale. Yeah, his book Conveniently, sale, his book he also sales has a book skyrim- coming out. Yeah. Just saying, guys. Just saying. I, I will die on this fucking hill. I know. You are literally like, <laughs> no one will sway your mind. <laughs> I just think it's fun. Yeah. like Honestly, to be like to be completely honest, I'm sure there's like a, a big chance that it was real. Yeah. But it's still fun to speculate. I'm starting Listen. to think that it really was. Like, I yeah. mean, I, I mean, I, I was always on the fence anyway. Yeah. Like I wasn't one way or the other. I was like, oh, maybe it was a PR stunt. Like maybe it was sure. real. Sure. Now. But again, this could be a PR stunt as well. Because exactly. they're like, they're I mean, like, oh, they're like, we need to make it look real. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could conspiracy, conspiracize about everything. You guys, we're talking about Hollywood, okay? Yeah. I don't trust these motherfuckers. Well, it's like it's like so much stuff in Hollywood that, that comes out later where you find out like, oh, like these two people were never dating or like, do you know what I mean? And the whole time they made us believe this like lie. Exactly. They're very good. Like these are trained PR professionals. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> they, have a, they have a whole PR team, so. But yeah, so Will Smith banned from the Oscars mm-hmm. doesn't really mean anything. No. Um, It just means that he doesn't get to go and slap more people on stage. Yeah. So that's fun. And I guess they were saying like during our telecast, we did not adequately address the situation in the room. For this, we are sorry. This is an opportunity for us to set (laughs) an example for our guests. For this, we are sorry. Is this the royal family? It is. This is an opportunity for us to set an example (laughs) for our guest viewers and our academy family around the world. And we fell short. (laughs) Unprepared (laughs) and unprecedented. (laughs) I think the fact that you did say that they have to go there, sit for four hours, Uh probably even longer, you know, getting ready and everything. Yep. You know what? Maybe that's actually, maybe that's why he was sitting there antsy and like, you know, like you're kind of going a little crazy, Uh you know, some dudes making fun of your wife. (laughs) So maybe that's why he went crazy. Exactly. And also think about this though, Rose, like honestly, if I went once to the Academy Awards, great. But after that, like honestly, like sitting there for that length of time at even anything, like (laughs) maybe it would be different if it was like a play or something like this, but even sitting for a play, a fun play. Well, I'm sure they're allowed to get up and go to the bathroom. Well, no, of course. They're like, they, there's probably intermission and stuff, yeah. right? But like, you're still there. You have to be <laughs> on the whole time. Right, because you're like, you're like a star. Exactly. Right? That's another thing. It's, it must be tiring. Oh, yeah. Actually, my dad, like, um, I talked to my dad like a few years ago. He was like talking about the royal family, right? Because, mm. you know, like, I feel like when you're young, you look at, you know, Princess Diana, mm. the prince, and you're like, oh, my God, it's glamorous. Like, it must be nice to like marry the prince or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think all these things, but then he's like, you know, those royal people, when they go to like a royal wedding, they cannot pee. (laughs) They're like, they have royal bladders because they can't get up and go to the bathroom. Oh my God. Because first of all, like, I mean, I'm sure they're, they are allowed, but Mm. I mean, the dresses they wear, because you know, back in the day in like the medieval times, people like peed in their clothes because they, they wore these like, you know, crazy dresses corsets and And stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And then they have to like wear these like very fancy outfits and mm-hmm. they go to this like royal wedding or whatever event and they sit there for probably longer than four hours and they have to always look, you know, good and look presentable. Yeah. And if you think about it as an adult, that sounds like torture. It does. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to be out like, you know, if I go out for a nice meal and then I have like a little beverage and then go home, that's all I want. I mean, you might have a, a few more beverages. I mean, that's, <laughs> but, but what I actually want in my heart of hearts is like, that's my night to end and I'm going to go home. Yes. I would like to be in bed at a very early time. Like I want to be in bed by like 10 o'clock at the latest. Exactly. So yeah, it, it, it you know, it, it doesn't really seem like 
a punishment. No. Especially for a seasoned actor. You're right. If you're a new actor, maybe the first five years, you're really excited. But after a while, like we always talk mm. about, you know, you do something over and over again, it's going to lose its appeal. Yeah. So if I can still win an Academy and not have to attend and schmooze. <laughs> yeah, not have to go to the awards. And then just like still get a fucking standing ovation. Like, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Be like, okay, thanks. You can send it my award in the mail. And like, sorry these people at the fucking academy they always act like they're such moral like oh we're holier than thou you know we're we're such moral people we have a board of governors exactly and we want to give people time <laughs> we just only hope that this can begin a time of healing and restoration oh my God, people are so fucking for all involved in you know impacted. who won a goddamn academy roman polanski okay my dude he was polish and french mm-hmm. basically he's like a, he's like a famous like director you've heard of this man I think so. He sounds familiar, right? Yeah, he does sound familiar. So basically, like, years ago, I guess he was, like, convicted. I think he was, like, pretty much charged. I don't know if he was... What's the difference? Charged means you were accused. Yeah, and convicted means you were actually... Right. Yeah. So he, like, basically... Oh, no, he was convicted. Unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor. Yeah. Okay? And then he, like, fled to France or somewhere where Mm -hmm. he can't be, like, extradited. Yeah. And so he's, like, not... He's not coming back to the States because that's where he's, like, being charged. Yeah. So basically, he still, after after that happened, after his conviction, still won an Academy Award, still got a standing ovation. Oh so fuck God. you and your morals, okay? That's crazy. Like, stop. Like, I don't understand why. It's like, don't even pretend. Listen, it's fine. I guess mm. you can separate the person from the art, maybe. But then don't but still, act like I you're like, oh, like we have to ban him. And oh, my God. The thing is, so another like I was just to digress <laughs> yeah. briefly, but I was I just started. I haven't watched it, but I like saw it a little bit of it on Netflix. And there's a series about um, Jimmy Savile. Have you heard about the Jimmy Savile story? No. So apparently and I actually because I didn't grow up in the UK. I'm from there, but I didn't like grow up there. And I guess Jimmy Savile or Seville or whatever. He's like a like he was like a British icon. Like he was like huge in the like 70s, 80s, 90s. And he would like he was like everywhere. He was doing like broadcasting and all kinds of stuff. And he had this show where he was like like, what a journalist or no, he did like he's an actor. All kinds like weird stuff. TV person. TV personnel. Sure. That's what I would say. And he had this show, all kinds of shows where he would like, you know, one of them was like giving kids their wishes and stuff and like doing random stuff. Well, I feel like I know where this is going. So he did this and he was like a British treasure, right? Everyone was like, he was like an Mm -hmm. icon. But as he was like going in his career, I started watching this documentary, like a little bit of it's on Netflix. And it showed clips of like his interviews back in the day. And also, I guess there was people that came forward. It was, it was girls. It was all girl. I think all girls, I'm not hundred percent sure, but um, basically underage and, or, and, and other girls as well that would just come forward and be like, I was, you know, taken advantage of or whatever else. And a lot of it was just like swept under the rug at the time. Cause they of were course. like, they were like, Oh, it's, it's Jimmy Savile. Like, why would he do this? And then it's all, it all came out later after like mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so and people were like it like shocked the nation but I was like a lot of people had come forward I think already or leading up to that point they've kind of made right. indi- indicators maybe not fully like tried to charge him and stuff right but it was like it's crazy so there's the shit that goes on there was him there was like another director as well that was oh, no, he <coughs> wasn't a director UK. no he was um no in um in the Harvey, US. Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's he, a huge case. Yeah, like, and it's just crazy. And like, we know that Hollywood and that industry isn't the best. Same with the music mm-hmm, industry. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on, guys. But hopefully, well, think about like what's that guy? The 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 family show sitcom '90s sitcom, old black man. Oh, Bill Cosby. Yes. Yeah. 
that was the biggest shock. I know. That was he crazy. Was like family man. I know, and he was, seemed like such a nice guy. Like I know. he was like very like, hey, you know, like I don't know. He just seemed like again, that's that was like the equivalent of like no, I wouldn't say the equivalent, but like Jimmy Savile was very that for right, the British people. Right. Like a very like like somebody that like is like your your You would dad. just trust them. Yeah. yeah. I you know. know, like Do you think they like become famous and then it like warps their brain? I think that part of the problem is is like because a lot of that that behavior and stuff that they're doing like it stems from like maybe stuff that happened when they were younger as well themselves and so i think a lot w- of it with that as well with jimmy i don't know if it was with jimmy i don't know what happened with him right per se. but i know for like a lot like the whole like r kelly case there's other ones where right. it comes out later that there was something that happened to them or, right you know before I mean? in the past exactly and then it kind of caused their brain to develop a certain way um, true yeah so i'm not I mean, saying we don't, yeah we don't know their we don't know their history exactly i'm not saying that's the case for everyone guys but like a lot of these cases where you know there are you know what we, we what we deem as sexually deviant behaviors sure it stems from stuff that happened like when you're developing as a child you are like the most sensitive in your life yeah, yeah. so if you have anything traumatic happen at that time mm-hmm. it has impacts when you get older but i think i, I, I could be totally wrong mm-hmm. um but i feel like with the God, why, why do I keep forgetting his name? Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah. I feel like with him and like other actors in Hollywood, like mm. I don't know about Harvey Weinstein or whatever, mm. but like other actors in Hollywood that get like, um, not necessarily for like minors, mm. but they, you know, maybe like take advantage of, of women. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think for, in my, that's my theory. Mm. That could be one of the many theories. Of yeah. course, you're completely right in that, you know, when someone is young and they get like abused, mm-hmm. that carries on. Yeah. Um, if, especially if it's not dealt with. Right. Yeah. And then, but I think with, yeah, my question is, I wonder how much, you know, they were deviant before they got into this like powerful position, True, true. you know, like all these men that are in these like really powerful, like director, like fucking world renowned, like yeah. Roman Polanski, Harvey Weinstein, like he directed like fucking Goodwill Hunting. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think it was Harvey like, Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Like very prominent films and they're very well known. Mm. And I feel like that warps their brain. They get like this God complex where they think, oh, like, you know, how can you say no to me kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so messed up. It is so messed up. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know how we got on this topic. Oh, so Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith and the Academy Awards. Well, a lot of shit came out and people were saying that like, oh, Jada is like evil. And she's like, mm-hmm. anyway, so much drama. Like, it doesn't really matter at yeah. the end of the day. I seem to remember. And this is like really not related so much to the story. <laughs> but like, wasn't it Will Smith and Jada that like. I mean, maybe this was like years ago, guys, and maybe I'm just like thinking of a different couple. But wasn't it like came out that they're like a they're like in a yeah they're like polyamorous, polyamorous and they like well, <clears throat> I don't know exactly. Yeah, this all came out as well after this whole thing happened. Yeah, I guess they did this like because Jada has this thing called Red Table Talk, okay, where she does like a talk show. It's kind of like a podcast, okay, so yeah, it's like yeah. a talk show. And she had Will Smith on, and they were talking about the relationship, mm-hmm. which I also find kind of weird. Like, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. I don't know why people do this. Like, especially when it's so, I guess if you want to share it, but it was very, I don't know. I saw like a little snippet of it. I was like, Mm. this is really uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, like, I feel like you should be talking to a therapist. Not, you know, I'm sure they do talk to a therapist. Yeah. But anyways, they were saying how 
yeah they they had like a moment where they like broke up for a bit and mm-hmm. then she explored and i don't know they say they're in like some kind of open relationship i'm mm-hmm. like okay you guys can keep that to yourselves like yeah. you don't have to tell everyone everything exactly like, well and i heard that they were both like bis- like bisexual as well is that true like they were i don't know open <laughs> and poly and whatever but anyway hey, not that what? it matters that's great for them you know yeah. if it works it works and yeah. you know if you're happy you're happy but if you're not mm-hmm. happy then well <laughs> maybe you can just mm-hmm. slap someone in the face um, I still stand by. You know what? If he was that fucking angry, again, my last <laughs> point to prove that this was fake <laughs> is he was so mad when he went to Seth. Keep your wife's name out of your fucking mouth. This guy's a big guy. He could have just punched him. A lot of guys say he like most guys when they're pissed, they don't just slap a motherfucker. They punch a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Anywho, maybe he was mad, but just not that mad. Exactly, this is true. Maybe <laughs> y- y- who knows, guys? We're never gonna know. Don't for punch real. people, okay? Don't mm-hmm. slap people. Don't punch people. Don't that- touch people. Yes, people. People. <laughs> don't don't touch be. People. Don't be slapping people. <laughs> I don't know why I said people uh. like that, but anyway, don't slap people. Um. <laughs> anyway, next story. But just we're done. Oh, we're not done. Okay. No, no, we're done. I just saw a little like ad on here though. Yeah. And. <laughs> This is going to sound so mean, but it's saying here, I guess, Samuel L. Jackson and Charlie DiMaggio to present at the Kids' Choice Awards. Well, that's that's probably one of the most, uh, not Samuel L. Jackson, but Charlie presenting at a fucking <laughs> award show. Wow. Samuel. I know. That's a that's an all-time low for I you. Know. Well, you know, and I'm like, that's not going to be very interesting. <laughs> presenter. That's go. That's for sure. Anyway, that's my hate. That's my well, hate that's train why, today, guys. That's why they put Samuel L. Jackson Of course, because like... Her. Like and what? you know what? I mean, it's a kids award show, so maybe that's why it makes sense marketing wise to put yeah. Charlie D'Amelio there. Yeah. Daniel is I'll a big still, fan of Charlie. I'll D'Amelio. still never understand. Okay, <laughs> we're too old to understand. One of her like exes or part of, part of that group, that Nolan guy, or I think it's Nola, Noah or something. Oh wow. He he also has like a bazillion followers on fucking TikTok. So God, I was like, these people. Yeah, I was going through and and he came up on my TikTok and I was like, oh, this is like. I related the X. to her. Okay. I, went th- I think an X or something <laughs> of that sort. And literally this, this video had like, I don't know, so many million views and it was like the most boring thing. And you could just tell he does this like such fake smile. Like, is he like super attractive? No, I don't think he's attractive at all. Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, no, that's, that's me to say. It's not that I don't think he's attractive at all. He's like got a, you know, he works out. He's got a really nice body. Like if you stuff. were like 15, would you think he's attractive? Yeah, probably. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, then <laughs> that, that's it. Right. So I mean, it's probably a good thing. We don't find him attractive. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so next story. Oh, God. So dang. very interesting one. Yep. Um, Katanji Brown Jackson became the first black woman to sit mm-hmm. on Supreme Court after so many people were so fucking racist. Holy oh shit. Oh my God. I I'm actually shocked sometimes mm-hmm. at how racist this world still is. Well, and also like some of the comments, they were like trying to paint her as like this kind of extremist that was like, that caught like that. It says like coddled criminals, but like they, they would like read things or they would like really try to put her on the spot. Like, Oh, I remember one of the one of the famous ones was like, "Can you define a woman?" Oh yeah, yeah. And then and she's then people like, "Freaked out." Yeah, and then she's like, "Well, my job as a like working on the Supreme Court is not to like necessarily define. My job is to like evaluate the law. Right. And so like if I had two people with different definitions of a woman come forward, yeah, we would work and see and base it on precedent, based which on is all a this, great answer, which is what you like. You know what I mean? Like yeah, because no matter how she answers that, it's mm-hmm. not going to be 
like someone is gonna hate her right oh of course so that's why she had to say what she had to say oh this is what's so funny not funny so <laughs> I, I just i'm just like scanning through this and i remember so i guess a big part of this so that whole like conversation that we saw because we've been talking about um I, I, you know, Katanji Jackson for like, cause we talked yeah. about her in another episode just briefly. Very briefly. Um, so there's, this has been kind of ongoing the last little while. And then there was a vote that was held. Right. Mm-hmm. And the vote was confirmed. It was 53 to 47. So it was like, not even like a huge vote to have her, you know, it was like right. just over. Sure. You know what I mean? Just over that. And let me guess. Most of the people that voted against are Republicans. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Only three of the Republicans joined the 50. Of course. Of the Democrats backing her. So the interesting thing was, I was watching again SNL. I was talking about this. <laughs> and one of the things that came up is one of the people were like chatting with a person that was supposed to be uh, Katanji at Jackson. And they were like, oh, this is such a monumental moment. This is like an old leader or something. And he was like, this is fantastic. Like this must have been a landslide vote, you know, to get you in as the first female um, person of color. And she was just like, yeah, I just 53 to 47. <laughs> like I just like scraped. I just made the cut. <laughs> yeah. Like What what do you have to do to get onto this like thing? I don't really know. It's really interesting. Yeah. Mhm. So, I I really don't know how you get on the Supreme Court. Um it's again with with all US like politics and yeah. law yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. I mean, even for the to be fair, the Canadian, I don't really <laughs> yeah, I know. fully understand everything that goes on there. <laughs> but I mean, it's a it's a huge moment, I think. Um but I think it's funny that like this is something that we're talking about in 2022. I know, like it it happened so late, basically. Yeah. I mean, judging by how many black people live in the states, exactly, like, this and is how many women. I know it's so crazy. But this is where I'm like, you know, people argue they're like, oh, you know, in some ways we've come really, really far, but in other ways we haven't really changed that much at all. Uh huh. And like one of the like key, not key indicators, but like one thing. Like, cause they talk about, you know, especially like women in the workplace and everything else. And like people, women that need to get more like senior roles and we need to have diverse diversity and inclusion and everything. And if you look at like most of the major companies out yeah. there, like the board of directors <coughs> or like this, the C-suite of staff, like it's the same group of people. Yeah. Like very similar. There might be a woman r- thrown in there. Yeah. Maybe one person of color, you know, yeah. they're very, but when you look at the representation of like what the what the makeup is of the country people aren't represented i know but i also think that it's so much it's such a complex issue that we have Mm. to fix so many other things aside from just because i don't really like it when people are like oh we need to just put more women in the in the company of course yeah just just put more women in there or hiring people just because they're this i get it to a certain degree i understand there needs to be a balance but I think there's so many factors that need to change. Like, for example, the fact that women are still the primary caregivers of children yeah. and are expected to be, whereas men are expected to be at work the next yeah. day after your child's born. You know, so that's another like difference in culture. So that shifts. Of course, that means mm-hmm. that a man is going to get ahead, whereas a woman mm-hmm. is going to be on maternity leave for a year. So, of course, she's not going to make the promotion. So she'll have that gap of, in her career. Exactly. And then also the fact that a woman is expected to always juggle the two things, whereas yeah. a man can focus on the career. Yeah. And then there's just so many other factors. It's just like, so we need to change so many things from mm. like so many different levels. So it's difficult, but yeah, I mean, and also of course in black communities, there's poverty. And so that leads to less, you know, uh, opportunities yeah. and the public school systems suck in certain parts of the, you know, poverty stricken yeah. parts of the U S and it's, so, it, so yeah, many factors. you're right. There is so many factors. And I yeah. think, yeah, like, 
it just it, it, there does need to be a mindset mindset mm-hmm. shift around yeah. that. And you're right because like ultimately it, it goes back to like that. And we've talked about this again in the podcast before yeah. about how how interesting it is when when you see interviews. And maybe this has changed a little bit, but I don't think it has too much. When when you see interviews or talks with like senior you know revolutionary CEOs or you know people that are really like changing in, industry challengers and breakers, and if they happen to be men the questions are directed a certain way, right? As soon as that person is a woman, the questions are automatically directed on about the stuff that she had to sacrifice to get there. You know, right. like, did you have to sacrifice your family? <clears throat> How does your, your husband and your kids feel about you yeah. doing this? Whereas for the men, that's ne- generally from what I've seen, it's like very rarely brought up if it is. It would be like weird yeah. to bring that up, which yeah. is so fucked. I know. Cause like, if you said to this, like a, a, a man that was like, you know, a game changer or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And we're at like a Ted talk or something, yeah. you know? And then someone's like, Oh, like how do your wife and kids, like how do you, how do they feel about you sacrificing that time yeah. to focus on your career? Yeah. We'll be like, well, this is the normal yeah, thing. Like, exactly. what do you mean? What do you mean? How do they feel? Exactly. I give them a good life. Yeah. So it's like a weird, I mean, and I get that it's because like, it's so soon. If you think about it, just like in fifties and sixties, women barely worked. Right. Yeah. So it is very, very, you know, it's an early time for women to be working, which is kind of crazy to think about because now it's like very normal for women to be working. Like we all have to be working in this economy. We all got to be working. (laughs) This is, is, I think another big big shift though is, you know, 50, 60 years ago, you could have one breadwinner. Exactly. You like in 90% of the time or 95% of the time it was the man. Right. Like, and you know, the the wife stayed at home and did all the housework and did everything because she was didn't have to work full time. Exactly. Whereas now, especially now with inflation and everything else, it's like both parties are like, expected to are work. Expected to work. <laughs> you both got to. And yeah. then and then the responsibility is still kind of pushed on the woman exactly. for everything else. So it needs to be even. Yeah. Like I get that we have to work, but yeah. it shouldn't all fall on the woman. Yeah. And I was having a discussion about this with my girlfriends this mm-hmm. weekend. And then like... Basically, we're like, long story short, we're talking about how like the the bar for men is so low that it like if they make themselves, especially like for older men, like maybe our parents generation. Yeah. You know how you know how our parents generation men. Yeah. Are. yeah. <laughs> it's like if a man makes a meal by mm-hmm. himself, it's like fucking <laughs> Academy Award. <laughs> Let's get Standing him an Oscar. Ovation. Yeah. But it's like, it's oh like, Oh my God, the world has stopped. <gasps> yeah. I'm so proud of you. You win a fucking award. I know. It's funny because it's like. For himself too. Not even for like other people. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas a woman makes an entire meal three times a fucking day, potentially yeah. for their family. And oh, like it's just expected. Yeah. But the, the, it's interesting because that's like also with housework. Cause mm-hmm. like, yes. for example, if like, Especially the older generation of men, guys. <laughs> like, I don't know about like my generation yes. so much, but still a little bit. Yeah. Like, they'll do something. Like, let's say they, let's say they, God forbid, load the dishwasher. <laughs> it's like they go around the house and make an announcement. <laughs> They're like, by the way, you're welcome. I've loaded the dishwasher, and I'm like, well, why is that? Why are you saying you're welcome? Yeah. Was that my job? Like, <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to do every fucking yeah. day? And you've now saved me from doing it. It's everyone's fucking responsibility. Yeah. So what no. about the last 50 times I did it? Exactly. You're welcome <laughs> for all the times I fucking loaded up the dishwasher. <laughs> Thank you very much. But it's funny because it's just that expectation, right? Like the expectation is that the the woman or the wife is doing all this stuff. So like if the man, God forbid, does do the dishes or vacuums, it's like, oh, by the way, honey, I vacuumed for you. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't vacuum for me. You vacuumed <laughs> for the house. Yes. It's not my job. Exactly. But that's like the <laughs> default is to think, oh, I've, I've taken this off your plate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've done this for you because yeah. I'm such a good husband. I know. I know. It's like the bar is so low. Uh, 
again but i'm sure it'll change you know mm. with the next generations and stuff but it is funny how yeah like i think like basically we're like maybe the first generation where we're, we're kind of seeing that real change yeah whereas like yeah our parents age like <laughs> but i think our generation's an, an interesting one because i think also there's still some people sure. that are like it's still kind of sure somewhat expected like yeah, oh i think so i think just yeah. not because we were raised by that family exactly. right exactly so that family dynamic like yeah even for me and i mean I, you didn't you don't have any sisters but like for mm. me i definitely like felt that as i was being raised that yeah. i was expected to do more of the housework yeah and the boys might do a little bit yeah. but i'm just always there doing yeah. it and they're playing fucking games if they pick up a dish it's like <laughs> <laughs> and you're like fuck you <laughs> i want to sit and play video games all day okay i know and if i do it it's like oh my god yeah or if you're what sat- a troubled child i know oh why are you sat playing video games come help your mom yeah literally it's like <laughs> I have two siblings sitting here. <laughs> Why me? Why me? Don't pick me. I don't want to be picked. I didn't choose to have a vagina. I, I didn't choose this life. I know. I mean, men have their own issues. I yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. It's all a big problem. We need to like normalize people doing, you know, mm. just, you know, people just being collaborative yes. and doing things together, yes. you know? So anyway, I don't know how we got to this. We topic. just digress really, okay. uh, you know, Anyway, good news. Finally, yeah. we have a black woman fucking yep. hell in the goddamn Supreme court. Yeah. But you know what the worst part is about this whole thing? I mean, it's fantastic. Like I think in many ways, again, the worst part is like, okay, this we're in 2022. Go, like, Oh my God. <laughs> like it took this long. I know. And then also though, <laughs> leading up to her getting the, the vote, backlash. Oh my I know. God. The, the comments. That's how I the, heard about this situation. Exactly. Like because the, I didn't know. I, again, I don't know anything about the Supreme court. So me neither. So the reason why I heard about it is mm, because of the the crazy comments. Yeah. So I I, I think the fact that she had to go through all of this just to get to that point is pretty sad. Like some of the things that they were saying, basically, they're like, oh, my God, what are what are her credentials? Like, Mm. what are her this? I'm like, do you ask that of every nominee? No, definitely not. Exactly. This it's is like, what's bullshit. It's the same thing as when Obama was always asked, like, were you born in the States? I know. Were you born here? Where's like, your birth certificate? I know. Oh, and then there's that whole scandal about the birth certificate about Obama. Yeah. Remember? They're like, oh, he's actually born somewhere else. God forbid. It's like, you know what? Even if he was. You're allowed to be a U.S. citizen. Exactly. You immigrated. But he was legit born in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, I know. That's what's so ridiculous about this whole thing. It's like. I know. I can't even believe that came up as a question. I know. It's so crazy. Like, did anyone ever ask Donald Trump? Because he could be a fucking immigrant. Yeah. Are these people actually, like, do do you think they actually know that they're racist? Or do you think they don't think that they're racist? I mean, <laughs> did you ever watch any of those YouTube videos of the Trump supporters? <laughs> so what's the, what's your answer? I have. Do you think they're like straight up racist? Or do you I think, know, they I think, think they're I think, not racist? I think some people don't realize that they're, it's like a subconscious thing right. where they're like. But it's just so obvious i know well to us right right but i think some people they don't think some like again i'm sure a lot of people will yeah. be like okay you shouldn't be asking that but there's a lot of people that would ask that question and not realize like maybe right. the, the intent necessarily initially wasn't to be racist but they're just like is he from this country like i don't right. know it's I like don't it's know. like a like, um it's like a bias that you don't you're not aware of but it's so strong yeah it's a it's an unconscious bias right right, like, right. it's like it's like you, all of a sudden like an old white woman just sees like a black man and is like immediately afraid mm-hmm. so that's like kind of like an unconscious bias exactly it's like right. an unconscious like kind of right you know thing and it is a little bit racist but yeah. and it is but yeah Maybe it's it's not something that you're deliberately going out to like. Right. You, know, you have this kind of. It's, I mean, it's a, a lot of gray area. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's it's very interesting. Yeah, but anyway, you so know. Good news, finally. Mm. I'm sure she'll have a wonderful time. 
she's gonna she's <laughs> doing gonna really this enjoy. job. It's gonna be a hoot. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we won't see her name in the news every single day. Nope. And and you know the th- interesting thing is is like from my understanding about the su- Supreme Court is like, you know, when cases get up to that level, right? They are already usually in a political storm. Or right. Like a, it's like a big know, deal. Yeah. And then they're gonna be making obviously the Supreme Court makes decisions. On right. The, the final decisions on these cases, from my understanding, because you appeal to the Supreme Court. Right. And then. You know, of course, she's going to be get backlash. Uh-huh, she's going to uh-huh. get all sorts. So it's going to be a very. I'm sure she's a very strong woman. I think she is. To, I, to make it to that level. Well, and to sit there and have all those people I like know. ask her those ridiculous questions. So fucking stupid. I think that she, you know, she held her own. Like, what what kind of dumbass question is, is like, define a woman? I know. How irrelevant. I know. Like, just, I know they're trying to. I know the whole trans thing is like a big thing. Yeah. But it's like so stupid. What real world consequences do you have from asking that stupid ass fucking question? It's just dumb. They it's were so being, stupid. They were being really dumb. I wish I could remember all the comments that were said because there were some other oh ones that God. were like so ridiculous. I think one of them, the the um, Republican got out like a child's book and like started reading some stuff from it because it was like a book that she like, I don't know. I don't know the whole story on that was one, guys. Was it too woke? Yeah. Oh, and he was is like, that what it should was? we be teaching kids this? I can't remember oh what God, it was. Speaking of which, we need to talk about the whole like um, drama. Have you heard this drama against Don't Say Gay Bill? No. You haven't heard it? No. Daniel. I told this you. I'm, your, this is about your people. I'm the worst gay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the worst gay in the village, guys. You are the worst gay in the village. Like literally. Okay. So, I mean, I've heard of it many times, but okay. I don't know if I fully know like all of the, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I've heard it from both sides. Yeah. And each side seems to have a different uh, take on what the bill is. Okay. So basically it's about in schools. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's just see here. Um, don't say gay bill mm-hmm. becomes law in Florida, banning oh, yeah. sexual sexual orientation instruction from kindergarten to grade three. Okay, so basically they say that you're not allowed to talk about you know gay like gayness. Yeah. Until like after grade three. So what they're saying is so the okay so the left wing is saying mm. that this is obviously in my opinion it is like a problem problematic thing because we don't like i don't know the full details of this but basically what they're saying Mm. is that it's very vague in terms of if a teacher even you know mentions like let's say a teacher is like a lesbian and says oh like you know my wife and then the kid asks Mm. you know you know asks about the dynamic she's not really allowed to talk about it yeah which it's kind of stupid, right? Yeah, you should I, be able to talk about well, it. Well, and also, like, just on my side note, yeah. like, here is, like, my personal opinion and what I, like, what I, like, would love to see. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying that it has to be, like, rainbows and unicorns and whatever it might be. But, like, as you go, get older and, like, think about our experience through childhood, like, early childhood from, like, like three years old until grade three-ish, that's when we build a lot of our... Um, understanding of like what a relationship is and like, you know, subconsciously, like we watch a lot of like Disney and have those representations of like, you know, relationships and things like that. And my hope is that eventually that, that kind of media, there are going to be alternative stories where there will be like a normalized gay healthy gay relationship a lesbian relationship there's going to be someone to trans because this is the world that we're in guys like you know like if my if i happen to get a partner and we adopt a child like don't say gay bill like they have two dads like yeah you know what i mean they're going to grow up with two parents and actually there was a really powerful i wish i could remember what it was but it was like this this um kid i can't remember why he was like 
in court or doing something where he was basically defending his like same sex dads. Right. And he was like, uh, you know, he was going to law school. He was like doing a bunch of stuff. Oh, they say that kids from gay parents do very well. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he was straight himself. Like he had a girlfriend yeah. and he was like, that didn't impact You mean him. he didn't become gay no. thanks to his parents? That's, this, is what's so, <laughs> this is what's so dumb. It's, it's like. It's so stupid. Yeah. Like. So yeah, basically. Yeah. What. I completely agree. Yeah. And the problem is, is that the Republican side, of course, it's the Republican side that wanted to pass it. Al- it always is. Yeah. <laughs> and what they're saying is they're too young to be indoctrinated. And first of all, like they think, I think the problem is that they think that being gay is like immediately you're talking about like sex. Yeah. Like it's well, like, exactly. oh, like you're teaching kids about penis and penis. Like, exactly. you know, <laughs> it's like, no. Oh. So, like, for example, let, let me just read this. Okay. So, it says DeSantis, which is, like, the mm-hmm. uh, governor of Florida, and Republicans have repeatedly said that the measure is reasonable and mm-hmm. that parents, not teachers, should be broaching subjects of sexual orientation and gender identity with their children. Mm-hmm. So, basically, they're saying we shouldn't be talking about sexual orientation. But it's, like... But I, I think... You, again, they're... Yeah, I feel like they're saying... They think it's talking about sex. Exactly. Because <laughs> the thing is, the way that I envision or I would see this kind of like playing out is like, for example, when you're going through school, like it doesn't have to be like, oh, exactly. It's not like sex ed or something like this. Like maybe that's like when their kids are a bit older. I don't know when the right age for that is either. But like in terms of like when they're young and stuff, like I think there's nothing wrong. And I think it actually would be better if they had like, for example, they're drawing a, they have a house picture or something. And they have two dads. Yeah. Like little things like that, you know, like just to normalize that. Like, exactly. because you know they what? They don't guys? want to normalize it though. Exactly. And you know what? Because guaranteed one of those kids nowadays will have two, two moms, two dads, uh, you know, all kinds of different family structures where it's like, we're not trying to sexualize this or do anything like it. We just want to normalize it where it's like, what, what, what we should be focusing on more is like what constitutes a healthy relationship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like what, what about those things versus who you're with? And there's like that whole thing about like, oh, they're going to become gay or this is going to be like a, it's going to influence them to become homosexual. And it's like, I would really strongly disagree with that <laughs> yeah. because I would say what this would do is it would help them to foster what they would want in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. with a partner, either the opposite sex or the same sex. Because I know that there's still like, you know, nobody knows for sure if it's nature versus nurture, but I'm like very much in the camp of, um, na- uh, nature yes. only because our society guys in the society that I grew up in and the society I was nurtured in yeah. was a heterosexual society. Exactly. So just in that argument alone, I shouldn't be gay. Exactly. Like it shouldn't even be, it shouldn't even have crossed my and mind. Even in societies where it's like illegal. Yeah. Well, exactly. This is, this is the whole point. It's like, if it was 100% the nurture element, like then you would not have gay people. Yeah. This would not be a thing, but it's because it's not. It's something that you're born with. Exactly. Your sexual preference of gender, from my experience and my own personal belief, is something that very much you're born with. Yeah. So. And like some of this is just crazy. Mm. Um, he says, we will make sure that parents can send their kids to school to get an education, not an indoctrination. Because what? They're going to sit sit their kids down and say, hey, guys, let's all become gay together. Exactly. Oh, my God. Like, so what the fuck? It's so stupid. Yeah. Just because you talk about the... Ex- Here's the thing. Kids, you're right. It's like, I I mean, I don't... They, first of all, they are undermining children. Like, yeah. I get that kindergarten is very young. Mm-hmm. Grade three, very young. But I had crushes in kindergarten, in yeah. grade one. 
I liked boys since then. Yeah. So what if I liked girls? Yeah. And I was so confused because everything else, the thing is you're acting, th- these people are acting like it's indoctrination to talk yeah. about gay, gay relationships. Is it not indoctrination to then push only straight relationships? Exactly. Because there's clearly other relationships that exist outside of the norm, the exactly. norm of straight relationships. That's why it's so yeah. stupid though. That's why it's like, honestly, it's like the stupidest thing. And like, again, I'm not saying you have to show the kids when they're five years old, hardcore porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not what we're talking about. It's just like, again, you mean we can't play gay porn in schools. God, God damn. Like just like normalizing and, and How's having it indoctrination. I know. But like, that's why I'm like, I, I still feel like we have a long way to go in terms of like, because I would love to see it where it's like Disney, for example. Well, let's talk about Disney. Yeah. They're in the news. Did you hear? I did not hear about okay. this. <laughs> Can damn. you? Do we I not have about, a podcast? I heard about other stuff. What's going on with Disney? Disney. Maybe, maybe I hear it. You, Seriously, you're the worst ma- gay in the village. Refresh my memory. Is it about them releasing they're going to have like a gay cartoon or something? Yeah. So basically, I think the CEO or, you know, one of the high people in Disney, I guess she has some transgender kids or something like that. Okay. I don't know the full details, but basically she came out and was like, I want to be more inclusive and have more, you know, blah, 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 yeah. have more representation, which is fair. Okay. Yeah. Because all we see, this is the thing. They see this as indoctrination, Yeah. but it really, it's just showing what kids exists the representation the of different relationships. Exactly. It's not indoctrination to show the fact that there are actual like different relationships out there. Anyways. So, Anyway, they came out and said, and of course, the Republicans lose their fucking shit. Of course they would, yeah. And Ben Shapiro, lovely Ben Shapiro. Oh, God. um, (laughs) Probably Candace Owens is on this boat as well. (laughs) Probably. He came out and he was like, Disney is indoctrinating our kids and they're planning on doing this and this and this. And we're going to... So he's saying he's going to invest like $100 million in his little corporation, like his media corporation, Mm. to basically counteract the indoctrination of Disney to our kids. And I'm like, dude, first of all, I mean, if you actually look at Disney movies Mm. from when we were kids, not always the best message. No. (laughs) Like Little Mermaid, like Homegirl, like, you know, she literally lost her voice to be with a man she never even met because he was hot. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's the story. Abandoned her family. Yeah. Not really great values. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think we're, I, you know, we're not really looking to Disney to teach our kids all the values. No, exactly. And, And this is the thing, like it's the same with not even just Disney, but like mainstream Hollywood. Like, it would be really nice because you know they have all these like because they always have like a stereotypical cast gay couple or yeah. whatever. It would be nice if it was just like again normalized. I'm not saying every single relationship has to be right. you know, but if you think about like even like Marvel or Superman or all of these like heroes and all of this stuff, it's always heterosexual couples. Yeah, or like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, <laughs> and it's like come on, let's have some other people or like you know the big the big movies we watched as kids like you know yeah all of them have like you know like mean girls the main thing is like you know between i mean they did have the token gay guy in there they always have the token gay guy yeah but it's like like they always have the token asian or the token black exactly and it's like (laughs) come on guys like let's start to see more more of like you know multiracial couples you know other other races being like the star characters and things like i know it's like it's still shifting but it's like not fast enough have like a marvel comic or a marvel thing where maybe the main couple is like a lesbian like maybe you know that's indoctrination i know or maybe the main couple's gay because it does exist in fucking normal (laughs) society like and it is important to again we're not saying every movie has to be gay couples exactly then definitely not like i get it like I know sometimes it's it seems and 
to be fair, these big companies, big organizations, they are marketing machines. They want to make money. Yeah, of course. So obviously they want to go with, you know, what's trendy and stuff. So I get that. But at the same time, it is important to see if you are like a little gay kid Mm. and all you see is straight relationships in media that's you know i feel like that's kind of sad and and then that becomes the only reference that you have to gay relationships is potentially gay porn or potentially like you know something that you don't want your kids to see yeah so isn't it better that your kids that are inevitably inevitably going to be gay or straight or bi or whatever exactly isn't it better that they have points of reference exactly points of reference that potentially is kid friendly yeah like I think that's fine. Um, obviously, I know most of you guys are probably agreeing with this. Yeah, yeah. But it's just crazy. I, I do feel mm. like with all this abortion talk. Oh, my fucking God. We're we have to backwards. touch on that. Yeah. So but there's a story about that. Oh, God damn. The abortion talk and this whole like don't say gay bill. Mm. We are going backwards. Yeah, it's like so stupid. I, I feel like the they say the pendulum swings. Yeah. And we're swinging it back to that, you know, generation. Oh, my God. So speaking of which. Yeah. So we're back to the abortion topic. Oh, God damn. So this became kind of uh, viral news on YouTube. So this couple, this family vlogging oh, channel, right. yeah, 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 have yeah. you heard of them? I haven't heard of them, but I remember you're, you're They're very famous on yeah. YouTube. I think they've got like tens of millions of, you know, Damn. and they, I'm sure they have a very young audience because their kids are very young. And mm-hmm. of course they exploit their kids. And of course they're one of those families that just keep magically popping out babies. How many they got? Like seven? I, I think they got like four. I don't know. Still. They're very young. They're probably yeah. like younger than us. Oh my god! And they've got like so many babies anyways. And of course they exploit their kids and create like really dramatic scenarios with their kids and all that stuff. And their kids are like content on their channel. Of course. Like... Yeah. They're the, they're the main content. Uh. Anyway, they made i think they're very christian like they're very religious mm. so of course they are pro actually maybe some christian people are not pro pro-life but yeah they are pro-life essentially or anti-choice as a lot of people like to call it yeah and they made this video and i watched like the first little bit and of course i couldn't get through it it's mm-hmm. they made basically like a documentary titled abortion mm-hmm. period documentary <laughs> very dramatic oh god and and in the beginning, they make it sound like they're trying to be a middle ground. Mm. So they're like, oh, you know, there's so much fighting between, you know, pro-choice and pro-life. And we yeah. want to be pro-love. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my fucking God. Anyways, but you just know it's going to be. You know what the path they're going to go down. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I was watching it a little bit. And of course, one of the first things that people are very mad about, which is understandable, mm-hmm. is that they, in the very beginning, start showing numbers of people that died in various genocides around the world um, as a comparison as mm. to how many abortions there are. So it's like the Holocaust and you know, uh, they'll show, of course, the Holocaust comparisons. Again, yeah. can we collectively as a society <laughs> now decide to never make Holocaust comparisons? No, it's, we shouldn't do it. But um, so in their mind, like a lot of people are saying that, you know, they're, it's disgusting. And yeah, I think in their mind though, like I'm trying to get into their mind. Yeah. I think they think that it's a legitimate comparison. Yeah. Which I think is crazy. Like, yeah. I don't think they have the brain power to think logically uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, look at the differences. Um, but anyway, and then they start, you know, speaking to all these di- different doctors. Mm. And then I was like watching this and I realized I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? Even though, a lot of people that are progressive, right? Like mm-hmm. left wing, they are pro-choice, meaning like, you know, we we want the women to choose. Mm-hmm. Even though that is the case, I do feel like progressive policies actually 
prevent abortions more yeah. than the conservative policies. Because if you think about it, what is one of the most progressive things that happened in the last like however many decades? Birth control? Yeah. Condom use? Who is against birth control? Religious fanatics. <laughs> Religious fanatics. It's they true. don't like birth control. They don't like condoms. Yeah. They don't like contraception. It's like it's not mm-hmm. it's not allowed yeah. in like Catholic church and stuff. You know, and abstinence is key. <sighs> I swear to God. <laughs> and what's another reason why people have abortions? Okay, so that's one reason because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have birth control, maybe. Yeah, okay. They're not using birth so control. So it's, it's an accident. Yeah. Second thing is they don't have money to take care of a baby. That's a big reason. I was reading up on one of the main reasons people have abortions. Yeah. And it's mainly because they are in poverty. They live under the poverty line or mm-hmm. like they're very poor. Like anyway, they can't afford a child. Okay. Yeah. That's a big reason. Yeah. Who Which is especially for- makes sense because it's so fucking exactly. expensive these it's days. It's so expensive. I can barely afford care. my own life. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, so who are the people that want a society where people can afford things? progressive people mm-hmm. that are pro-choice but really we're the ones reducing abortion rates yeah instead of these fucking you know old school abortion laws that don't do anything oh god and it's like why are they not oh god I, I, honestly this couple i'm just like okay why don't you promote more of that you know mm. birth control yeah okay prevent it from the before it even happens like yeah. prevent it like why do you worry only after the people get pregnant it's, it's it's interesting because i feel like this is quite a trend not a trend but a lot of the time like it was almost like with the whole like anti-masking as well like the same people that were anti-mask were like also anti-vax like there was and then it, <laughs> it seems like you people just want it all you know what i mean they want to pick pick what i know they're like we're gonna be against birth control but also we're gonna say hey you also can't get an abortion yeah so it's like, okay, so you want people to have unprotected sex, but then if they get pregnant, you also say that they don't have a choice and they have to have the baby. No, but Daniel, you, they can only have sex within the confines of a marriage oh, right. between man and a woman. Because that's what everyone does. <laughs> and that's what a majority well, of religious people no- do as well. <laughs> I know, and right? We all know that that's not the truth. Oh my God. Like literally though, isn't that fucking uh, that, ironic? Uh, like literally, I don't know one single religious person. That's waited till marriage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not one. These are church-going motherfuckers, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they be fucking around. <laughs> it's like, dude, follow your own morals and then we'll talk. Yeah, they be having a hot girl spring, summer, fall, <laughs> and winter, you know? And listen, it's fine. Go enjoy yourself. Exactly. But don't be doing this. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Enjoy yourself with protection. Yes. And prevent, Honestly, you know, I un- just unwanted cannot. pregnancies. And it's like, once you have the baby... See you later. We don't give a shit about you. Sorry about it. You're, you know, you now are financially strapped. And, oh my God. You know, goodbye and see you later. Yeah. Like, and I know that it is, the thing is like, nobody wants abortions. Like nobody wants to have an abortion. It's not yeah. a, it doesn't look pretty. And yeah, yeah they were going to, all, they were interviewing all these doctors that have performed abortions before. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm sure it's fucking traumatic. Okay? Of course. Yeah. It's not a, you know, they're like explaining the process. It's very like graphic. It's to do. I'm like, okay, so we can talk about this in front of our kids. Like the fucking graphic shit that happens, but we can't, you know, mention if someone has two gay dads. Okay. Oh my God. I know. it's so Anyway, f- it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm so mad. I can't. So then they're like graphically describing how the kids get like, how, how the, you know, fetuses get, you know, removed and all this shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. So then why don't we discuss how to prevent people from getting pregnant? Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> I know. Or discuss how we can support them once they have a baby. Yeah. No. You just want to fear monger about what happens to the fetuses. Mm-hmm. And then it's see you later. We don't give a shit. Yeah. Like what the? F- ah! 
It's just going to be one of those topics that is going to continue to enrage me and continue to I frustrate know. me. I just can't believe we're t- we're still talking about it to this day. I know. Like, I just remember debating this when I was fucking in junior high or something. And and in university, remember? The, yes. They used to come to our campus and yes. stuff. Yeah. I thought that was done after. I know. It's like, buddy. I, what's well, your Well, you goal? know what? If the pandemic has taught me anything, Rose. <laughs> what does what it tell you? There's a lot of very opinionated people out there. With uh, very small brains. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you said it for me. Um, no, I, it's just been enlightening, I think, you know, and and I feel like part of the reason, maybe part of the reason we're going backwards and all this stuff is, you know, these certain extremist groups or more extreme have been very vocal in having their voices heard now. I don't know. I, I really don't, know. don't know. I don't know. Guys. I don't I'm talking, know. I'm talking absolute craziness now. <laughs> Anyway, is there any other stories? Well, there was one more story. It's a real quick one, guys. Okay, should we touch on it? Yeah. So, given we've talked about inflation, we've given all this like crazy shit, and I think this is happening actually globally. Okay. Um, how much of an impact it's going to make is time will tell. Okay. But I guess Canada has announced as of th- so Thursday last week that they will ban foreign investors from buying homes in Canada for the next two years. But, but <laughs> no, but no, not, but, but I guess my, my whole point on this is like part of the issue, like obviously housing is a very complex issue. Yes. Like and the reason the prices are going up and all this stuff. Um, but part of the problem is, is like, again, just like everything in life, well, not everything, but like we treat it as like a commodity, right? Like it's treated as like an investment where people can go yeah. buy, even though it's a necessity for life, right? Everyone exactly. needs, a, it should needs, be a right. It, yeah. And everyone needs a shelter. Like everyone needs something to live in. Mm-hmm. And because we've made it so it's like, you know, some people own 40 properties. You yeah. know what I mean? Some people own like a lot. And part of the problem is that part of the problem is also a lot of um, companies, there's yep. com- residential companies out there that own or will build. And don't get me wrong. We need the buildings and the rental units and whatever else. But they also own a lot of the property out there. So it's not just the foreign home buyers, right? right. So we're saying, okay, I, I mean, I'm sure it will help a bit. Like more in markets like probably Vancouver and, and Toronto. Yeah. But like, you know. Only- so you think they should ban kind of, it, it should go further, well, essentially. This is where it gets complicated. Sure. I don't know how far it should go. Like, I think this is good, but like, they're only doing it for two years, right? Yes. And then, which is a very short period. Exactly. Of time. And then foreign investors can can buy again. And my question is like, why? Like, I I, I don't know why are we allowing foreign? I, I get it, like foreign investment more in business and everything sure. else, but like into the real real estate market I know. because then that impacts all the people that are living there exactly. directly. It's a big problem. Yeah, and it's like you've we've seen it in tons of markets across the world yep. where actually the local economy, the local like residences, like in London's a perfect example of this. They have so much foreign investment from like all these like really wealthy individuals overseas pouring their money into this housing market to make it actually unaffordable for the people that are living there. Yeah. Like that's just it drives up the cost. Exactly. And then the people that live there, get booted out yeah well and then they always say oh you know we're having a housing shortage the problem is the housing shortage and i'm like well is it the housing shortage or is it allowing people like foreign investors yeah. to buy investment properties is it allowing local people as well yeah. the wealthy people that are local to buy like 40 properties themselves uh-huh. you know that also controls the market right oh, god so i think there's but it will be interesting i think this is a step in the right direction sure um we'll see what the actual results are if it will cool down the housing market but I don't know. 
we'll we'll see like yeah because right now they're saying the housing market is crazy yeah and it's very expensive so it says the budget also includes billions for new housing and measures to help canadians trying to get into the market including a new savings account and changes to the first home buyer's tax credit mm-hmm. uh, the government is under pressure to cool an overheated market after prices climbed by more than 20 yeah. percent last year while rental rates have also been rising yeah. it's a big problem huge people be losing their jobs but the fucking home prices are going up yeah so this is the this is the issue though and it's like you know it's a short little you know the thing is at the end of the day like salaries just aren't keeping pace and they talked about inflation as well because if you think about it you have your living costs then you have your costs of everything else like your bills your groceries and as that keeps increasing and even like people that are in the middle class, yeah, their disposable income starts to get squeezed. So that's their savings. That's everything. It starts to get squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. And then when that happens, you know, they're going to have to start making cuts as well. Like, hey, I can't go out for dinner as much. I can't do this as much. And then local business, it's like a trickle effect. Yeah. Local businesses will get less pat- patrons to go and, you know, frequent exactly. those businesses because the the bulk of the middle class, like especially in a place like Canada where a large percentages middle class uh-huh, uh-huh. As, like you know from it's lower shrinking to upper, too. it is shrinking and as this happens it's going to impact businesses because even like i always like think of this example i think this is a really good example of like let's say you have a town and in that town there's one super wealthy person and like let's say a thousand middle class people and then a hundred people that are in poverty sure right if you think about it, if there's one restaurant in town right pretend whatever <laughs> that that really rich person even if they went out to eat every single day, they would only frequent the restaurant seven times. Now, if you look at all of the thousand middle class that's in that town, they don't have to eat every single day, but because there's so many more of them, even if they go twice or three times, that actually is the lifeblood of that restaurant. Yes. So as soon as they start getting squeezed and they have to start making cuts to say, actually, I can't afford to go out for dinner yeah. anymore. That rich person that's going every single day is not going to be enough to support that business. Exactly. So there's like, that's just one, it's a minor yeah. example, guys. That's but like, like the, and then you can extrapolate that to obviously the world economy, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, they say that you have to have a strong middle class. And mm-hmm. if we can't, we always talk about this. If we have working professionals that are university graduates yeah. that can't afford a home in their city, yeah. a modest home, not even like a large yeah, home. Yeah, we're not talking about bougie, even like an apartment. Not even a condo. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Okay? That is a huge problem mm-hmm. because again, like London is an extreme example, but same with Vancouver, Toronto. Yeah. We have friends that live there, working professionals making lots of money yeah. that can barely afford, even with two people, yeah. two incomes, can barely afford a house. Yeah. And they and still he- have to be out in the burbs. Exactly. And then when they get it, they're like also quite stretched, yeah. you know, like their mortgage payment and everything else. And then when the cost of all these goods are going up, yeah. they're like, okay, well, we can go out for now dinner once Now we can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Now we can't go traveling. Now we can't stimulate the economy. In other ways. And that's going to- In gonna, other ways. Exactly. And that's going to trickle and you're right. It's going to impact travel. It's going to impact all of these other things where it's like, fuck, like, I know it's so stupid. Tax the motherfucking rich. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that there needs to be, I I just feel like the government like really, and this is not just in Canada. It's like globally. And it's because who petitions the government is like wealthy people and they Mm -hmm, have more influence. mm -hmm. They really skirt around these issues, right? Like these are like banning foreign home buyers. Great. But like, let's look at who's actually buying the homes. Yeah. Who's majority of these is True. it actually foreign home buyers? Is it? I don't know. What is it? Again, I don't know the stats, guys. So it, it could be. Maybe this will make a huge impact. But is it also like maybe foreign home buyers sure. make up like 10%? Sure, true. Which is still a lot. And then maybe there's like, you know, building right. corporations, investment corporations. Yeah. And lots of people that 
also buy like investment properties right and like i get it like to some degree maybe you have one investment property but then when you know some people have like multiple yeah and then that's when it's like oh i don't know man well, like is, i get it don't hate the player hate the game but at yeah. the same time like ugh. but then i'm just like when you know that's where i'm like i, I like have a dichot- dichotomy about it because i'm yeah. just like you know if i had the money would i have an investment sure, property exactly. you know the same thing right but i'm like at what point does it like start my that is start impacting the economy and i'm getting like selfish as well exactly myself taking all of these resources mm-hmm. from other people that trying to buy houses mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so and it's a big problem even in you know places like for example spain yeah i heard that one of the big problems is that when airbnb came out yeah uh, all these people would instead of renting it out to the local people yeah they would just airbnb their place because it was more profitable yeah so then it just becomes like again you can't really hate on the people doing that because obviously they're making a lot more money and you know again spain times are tough you know you gotta make money but at the same time if there's no regulations then the people that live in those cities Mm -hmm. they can't afford a place to live exactly well this is exactly this there's actually a lot of places now that are starting to put restrictions in yeah because of and this is what needs to happen again people are always like oh you know capitalism just let it run free and the market will correct itself and everything will be fine and it's like bullshit because you know as soon as you have these kind of like chances for people to make money and I'm again I'm not hating the people for doing it like again like Mm -hmm. they need to make money and they need to try to figure out ways to do that but like if there is no regulation yeah so a lot of places I don't know if Spain's doing it per se but like um I know a lot of places are starting to ban short-term rentals right or they'll say like for example if you owned a house and you had like like um a, a room or like something that you couldn't actually rent out f- like long term mm-hmm. that could be an Airbnb but if you had like a full apartment oh, where someone could okay. rent with a full kitchen and everything else right. they're like no so you, you have- can't do the private homes exactly oh, so God. they're they're having to step in and say look that's actually not fair yeah. because you're right the local people because now the supply of actual long term rentals dwindles and then rent skyrockets exactly because there's like 50 exactly. people in two rentals exactly so yeah it's crazy, guys. I know. It's so crazy. What's yeah. what's with the world? God damn. I don't know. God damn. And on that positive <laughs> On that positive note, guys. <laughs> I thought we were ending with a... I mean, this is a positive news, Yeah, I it's guess. positive. So we'll see what it's reaction... It's a step in the right yeah. direction with Trudeau and the government, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if it makes a difference or if anything changes at all. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting because if, if the, over the next two years, nothing changes... Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. And then... but Or if there's like a really great dramatic impact maybe they might just say hey let's extend this or let's see what happens yeah yeah yeah. because like Mm -hmm. i don't know again i i i also have a problem and maybe this is a bad way to look at things because like i i still don't like it when someone has like i think it's there's a a a point of question when somebody has so many rental properties yes what that number is guys i don't know but if you have like so many it's like but i also have a kind of more of an not more of an issue but also i'm like if the person isn't even in the country yeah. And they're buying investment properties here. I'm kind of like, you don't even live here. I know. Like, that's not like. Bitch, you don't even live here. <laughs> exactly. You're not even, you're not even part of this like community. community. You're I know. outside of this and you're just basically using Canada to yes, make money. Exactly. Like they're, they're literally like that should, that should, should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Like you are not, you're not a citizen here. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and I get it. Like, they're saying, oh, you know, we need foreign investment yeah, in business and stuff. Yeah. Sure, you have, like, a lot of the companies here are international. They trade and whatever. That makes sense. Buy some shares. Buy yeah. some stocks. Do yeah. what you got it. But, like, if you're, like, impacting the residential, like, housing yeah. market, I'm just kind of like, oh, I just don't know. That just- yeah, you might. Um, Canada, we have a strong economy. Like, we're, I mean, 
actually i don't know <laughs> we did we, i don't know i like, think we still like, relatively... as in like we're not like you know we're not like you know a poor country okay? we're, we're rich we have a lot and of we have educated you know population like yeah. we're good you know stop with the fucking we don't need like we're not like as what i'm saying is we're not like a developing country that like is desperate for foreign investment yeah so it's like stop screwing over canadians that yeah. ne- need homes you know, and in Vancouver and Toronto is absolutely crazy. It's like, insane. It is unaffordable. And Calgary is getting, getting exactly. up there too. It's going to start, it, it's going to trickle to other cities yeah. that hasn't been affected that much. Well, it, it already has because you hear about people from Toronto and Vancouver now. If they're able to exactly. work remotely, they're starting to come to Calgary market exactly. to buy houses here because it's cheaper. Uh-huh. And then that's just going to drive up the price here. Exactly. So it's like, it it's, mm-hmm. has knock-on effects, guys. And, and like, then people that live in Toronto and Vancouver that have a lot of money, maybe they're buying investment properties in Calgary. Yeah, because it's cheaper here to buy exactly. a house. So, yeah. I, let's see what happens. Let's keep a finger on the pulse, guys. We'll mm-hmm. keep an eye. And there should be a cap. One extra house per person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Or like, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like but what? because the problem is, I think like for so many years, we have been told constantly that like real estate is a good investment. A good investment. Yeah. It's a good investment. And yeah, you're right. Sure. But at the same time, at what cost? Yeah. You know? So now we have so many people because people want easy money, right? Yeah. And in some ways, real estate is easy money. I mean... It has de- been. Yeah. Yeah. Because all you have to do is, as long as you have money, you buy the investment, then you just rent it out. Yeah. And or then... sell it a year later for like double what you exactly. bought it. Exactly. So you don't really do much work with it. Yes. Mm. I'm sure, again, depending on your situation, some yeah. people like they have a horrible uh, tenant and they have yeah. to deal with a lot of shit. Like I wouldn't want to deal with that. But, mm. you know... We've been constantly told like, oh, real estate is a good investment. Oh, I'll just buy a place and rent it out. How many how many people have said that? Yeah. I'll just buy it. I'll just rent it out. I'll just rent it out. I've said yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I'll just rent it out. Yeah. We we talk about it like it's not a big deal at all. Mm. And then we don't think about the wider implications of that. So yeah. when somebody has a ton of money, they can literally just live off of, and a lot of people do live off of rental income. Yeah. Which Again, don't hate the player, but at the same time, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's just iffy. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. And that's where it also, though, too, like, for example, again, and again, again, we're not hating on the people that do this. <laughs> and like, probably maybe if I had the money, I'd have a couple rental properties and whatever else. But like... One, Daniel. One max. Yeah. One max. <laughs> but like, imagine like you paid off that property now, right? Yeah. And you're renting it out. And yet you're still doing, even though you're making a good money from it, mm-hmm. every year you're still increasing the rent. Right. You, you don't have a mortgage on it. You don't right. have anything. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this whole rental thing. Yeah. Like, I don't blame people. Yeah. I think it makes sense to some degree. Yeah. I get it. But then I'm like, yeah, it is a problem. But I do think private landlords, maybe they're not the biggest issue. No, I don't think they're Right? It is corporations such, it is, buying yeah. up so many things. Well, the mega rich buying multiple properties. Yeah. Leaving it to just sit. And yeah. I heard, I heard, I don't know if it was the, in the States, but mm-hmm. I heard that like one of the problems is like, yeah, a lot of these like big investment firms, they'll own actually like a lot of properties. Right. Right. Like they'll invest in like huge amounts of property yeah. and they, they become like, I can't remember the status guys. I'll, I'll try to, I'll, I'll try to find it at some point, but I think it was like something like mm-hmm. 20% of the property in the u.s or something was owned by right. like, like hedge funds and all right. this other stuff like and that's the problem really. right like because that's where in, it's a huge part of the market yeah, we've had this discussion where like recently i've been seeing in downtown in our city calgary mm-hmm. we're seeing so many rental only yeah property like big buildings like high rises yeah. being built like multiple yeah like i used to live in a rental only and the problem and then now i'm thinking the more i see like a part of me is like okay it's kind of cool that you know we're building more properties in downtown yeah. but then a part of me is thinking this is gonna like kind of fuck up the market even more because mm-hmm. 
you know, all these private landlords that thought, oh, okay, like real estate, good investment, or maybe they have one extra property that yeah. they're renting out. They're not necessarily swimming in the dough, but you know, yeah. they have a little bit of extra income. Now they're probably going to be screwed over because they can't compete with these big corporations mm. that have all these great amenities in these buildings, yeah. but they don't have to charge so much because they're backed up by, again, they're big corporation. Yeah. So their costs, you know, they have a, economies of scale or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's going to be potentially an issue and maybe it already is an issue yeah. uh, that private landlords are going to face. So even maybe even eventually in the next few years, mm. all these companies are going to just no, no private landlord, unless they're mega, mega wealthy yeah. is going to be able to make real estate a potential investment even. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways. Wow. We, we just tuned, ranted we for did. a while. We did. Anyway, guys. Oh my God. Thank you so much for listening to Thanks, our guys. rants as yeah. always. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you are watching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Comment down below. Let us know your thoughts on anything we discussed. Do you think Will Smith is <laughs> going to suffer? <laughs> from yeah. Do you, think this, do you think the ban from the Academy Awards <laughs> is a worthy punishment? Yeah. The 10-year ban. Let us know. Would yeah. you attend the Academy Awards 20 years in a fucking row? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, guys, make sure you join our Patreon mm -hmm. if you want the ep episodes ad free and yeah. a week earlier than everybody else. So yeah. they come out in a timely fashion, which is yeah. always great. And exclusive content. And exclusive content mm -hmm. every single month. You get a bonus episode every month. Every month. And it's always a little bit juicy, a little bit fun. Yeah. So make sure you join us. It's patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Mm -hmm. And what else, Daniel? Well, um, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us. Our Spotify is fixed. Thank you. I the know. Fucking Lord. Oh my god, that was so annoying. But anyway, we're back on Spotify, guys. <laughs> Sorry for the little delay with some of those episodes, oh but that's all back. That's sorted out. So good to go. Hit follow. Then you'll get updated when we do launch new episodes, guys. Um, and also check out our Instagram at the Savage yes, Podcast. Follow us at the Savage Podcast. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much for listening once Thanks, again. Guys. And we'll talk to you guys next mm -hmm. week. I can't talk. Oh my god. Bye. Bye.